Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next 3 years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly 3 years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm Ollie Davis, and I'm joined by Chopper Pequenell. Hello, it is I once more, doing more podcasts. Woo! Oh, so tired. I'm so tired, Ollie. <laughs> I'm so tired. I finished the episode of AEW this morning, and I had accidentally seen. That Sammy Guevara mm-hmm. was actually Fuego del Sol. Yeah. So when that bit happens in the episode, I was yeah. like, oh, "Okay, yeah, well, that, I know what's happening here." <laughs> Spoil a bit of wrestling news for myself. Oof. Thinking that was, I finished the episode. We get the Bucks title change, mm-hmm. a couple of returns, a couple of debuts, yeah. Christian's heel turn. Yeah, a lot of stuff happened. And then there's all this news about. I saw Sasha Banks first. Yep. Potentially released, and yep. I was like, "Oh wow!" And then I think because I read a comment of someone saying, "Oh man, these guys have got to cover Vince." I was like, "What's mm-hmm. happened to Vince?" Yeah, and I see all that stuff, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then I see the Hardys stuff with the update mm-hmm. there, yeah, and that he was drinking over WrestleMania week and stuff. I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, I, oh my god, the last few days, like, not to be about the curtain too much or anything, but. I've been going through a, a transitional process in 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 this job to try and take on more responsibility for certain things. Thank, thankfully, Na- it was na- this week. <laughs> namely, the news channel is going to be like my primary focus and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I need to get these new systems in place. Need to do this thing. Need to do this thing. But wrestling news has decided, no, you can't do any of any of that stuff this week because we've got too much news to cover. So the last few days, I've been starting early, finishing late, mm-hmm. and. It's it's been busy. It has. I did. Didn't I tell you though mm. when we when we first talked about this? Yeah. Full disclosure: it's going to yeah. be really tough and, <laughs> yeah. and busy at the start. But I didn't mean it like this. <laughs> Good grief! I know. I feel uh. like that that we say once a month. Oh my god! 
this week's crazy yeah. with wrestling news. Yeah. You know, like when Shane McMahon was released mm-hmm. and Cody left yeah. AEW. That yeah, was like yeah, yeah. 24 hours apart. Yeah. And, and then, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, yeah. yeah. Like all that. Back. All same happened week. in like the same week. And then we had like, you know, Banks and Naomi and then the MJF stuff. Yeah. Like really close to each other. It's like, oh my God, wrestling news, calm down. And then we've still got a continuation of the Banks and Naomi stuff. And we have this stuff with Jeff Hardy. And we have this stuff with Vince McMahon. It's like, just calm down, please, for like a minute. Just let us breathe. Poor MJF's probably at home twiddling his thumbs, <laughs> being like, what do I have I to do to I stay in the, the news cycle? Wrestling. Yeah. So, yeah. And it also today, Luke and Laurie are off. So. Yeah, Luke and Laurie are off. No one else is in the office because we're having a, we're having a big, tidy-up, organizational day in the office of moving desks around and, and oh. all that stuff and having a big sort out. So it's just... Come on, news. Just yeah. stop for a little bit. Just a little bit. It's it's so busy, Pete. Yeah. It's made my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Like, that's where I'm feeling it the most. My feet are throbbing. <laughs> I sound like an old woman. That's weird. Well, you've been on walks. Yes, that's what you've I, done. I tend to, to take my, my meetings and calls while I'm walking outside. But I just, maybe I was walking a bit harder because of all the maybe. news. yeah. Had all that extra weight of the news. Yes. That's, what, that's what's holding yeah. you down. Oh man. Wow. I can tell you where I felt it. Felt it in my in my in my teeth, in my jaw. In your teeth? Yeah, because I felt like I, I've been I've been clenching my jaw. I do that when I get stressed. <sighs> do you? Yeah. Uh, so do you I, grind? I, I, I must do or something because yeah, when I got home yesterday I was like, this really hurts. I'm gonna need to take some painkillers before I go to bed. Like oh, this no. was yeah, really uncomfortable. So I've been actively trying. Anytime I catch myself like clench my jaw, I'm like, stop it, stop doing that. Like, a, really is it like a jaw ache or is it actually in the? Teeth? It was it was actually like a proper tooth and gum ache yesterday. Yeah, it was it was intense. Mm. It was real bad. So I need to stop doing that. I tell you a bit of advice mm. um, for stuff like that. Chill out. Yeah, just stop being so stressed, man. Stop being so stressed. Yeah, stop being so stressed. <laughs> it's super easy, man. Uh, anyway, Ollie. Yeah. Uh, I'll say this is a tease for the outro, actually. Uh-huh. You, you had a fun evening yesterday, didn't you? Well, you've already heard this story. I should I not have told you the story. I know, you uh, shouldn't have. But you were too excited. I was. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll save it as a tease for the outro. Yesterday, you competed in a Connect Four tournament. A.K.A. Pornament. AKA Connect Fournament. That's the actual name of it. But Terry said it wrong and, and said Pornament. Terry said Pornament, so now it's the Pornament. Porn wasn't even also, in, anywhere also near that sentence. I don't think she actually said Pornament. I, th- <laughs> I think it was people mishearing what she said. But anyway, we'll find out how Ollie did in the outro. Really let's, well. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite now, though, where Christian Cage turned heel and none of us saw it coming. Wow, shock heel turn. Let's talk about it. What an episode. It was a great episode. I enjoyed it a lot. Road Rager. And I think my favourite thing on the show was this main event. Okay, well, take us through it. I love this main event because this was Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express for the AEW tag titles ladder match at Road Rager main event. Uh, Rightfully so, the main event, I think. This was amazing. And this was a Young Bucks match where you have all the pace in the world against Jurassic Express who have all the pace in the world. And it was like... 
they did not stop. As no. soon as they started, it was master spot, master spot, master spot, master spot. And they had some absolutely brilliant stuff in this match. There were so many dives and flips and table bumps and being choke slammed onto ladders. And oh my god, like Matt Jackson doing his Northern Light suplexes, flippy doos, and doing the third one onto a ladder on Jungle Boy. There was just. It was brilliant. Start to finish, then they did not slow down the entire time. So some matches feel like songs. I always talk about Mike Awesome versus Tanaka. Tanaka? 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 I can't remember. In ECW One Night Stand, it's like a punk song. It's Mm. like a perfect under two minute punk song. Mm. This was very percussive. Mm -hmm. It felt like bang. (laughs) (laughs) Because there was a a bit where people were just going through tables Mm at a clip of like every 20 seconds. Yeah. And there's this rhythm to the match that goes beyond a normal simulated piece of combat, enters the realm into something like a fight scene in Raid. Yeah. Where it does, there's an element of musicality to it, sort of a musical number. Uh, it It was an incredible match. Like you said, Young Bucks, they come with all the pace and these crazy moves and Jurassic Express can match them mm-hmm. for the speed and particularly with Jungle Boy, the athleticism. Yeah. Uh, some of the stuff in here, uh, just right out of the gate, Jungle Boy hits a springboard Hurricane Rana off the top rope, onto the ladder, outside. Mm-hmm. So uh, By the end, Nick Jackson, I think he busted his nose, right? His whole nose face is covered with blood. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's holding the tag title aloft at the end. One, like, it's crazy to say this is one of the best matches, again, in Dynamite history. Uh, not my match of the night. I actually preferred Dax Harwood versus Will Ospreay. <laughs> that's totally fair. Because <laughs> that was amazing. Like, just for me, that's that's yeah. what, that was better. But th- I can't deny, objectively, it's one of the best matches. It's It was so much fun. I genuinely, I couldn't write down all the spots. I couldn't keep up with, with the pace they were having. My first note is just, this match is effing ridiculous. Uh, there was a, a brilliant sequence, I thought, where Jungle Boy uh, did, uh, Luchasaurus did an, an assisted Hurricane Runner with Jungle Boy uh, over the ropes to the outside and flip one of the, the bucks through a table. Then they tried to do the same thing to the other uh, young buck on the other side who caught him and then powerbombed him through a table on the outside. I was like, that is just brilliant. You have the expectation mm. that they're going to have both spots at the same time and then he just subverts this beyond. Nope. Straight through a table. I loved it. What a brilliant spot. And it all culminated towards the end where Bucks had set up four tables. So two on two on the outside. You go, oh boy, someone's going off a ladder through those tables. And it was Luchasaurus that did that. Yeah, The biggest guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The biggest guy went through it. Well, I guess that Bubba took that spot in Mm. TLC. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, yeah. It it was great. And I love that they took Luchasaurus out. And as soon as they did that spot, you go, Luchasaurus is out for the rest of this match. And everyone was under the understanding, he's out now. And it just—it was just the Bucks turning to Jungle Boy, who was still in the ring, and it was like, "Well, here we go." And he got this big hope spot of him fighting back. I was like, "Come on, Jungle Boy, this is so good!" Um, but of course, they pretty quickly outnumbered him, outmuscled him, and you know, huge BTE trigger, and they—they they managed to get the win. Was amazing, such a fun match, and I think the right team won. I think it was about time Bucks became champions because I think they're going to drop it to FTR down the line. Yeah, and they've been building that story in the background really well as well. Mm. So the uh, Jurassic Express story, I would say, for most of their pay-per-view big match title defenses is, yeah, it's Luchasaurus is taken out near the end, Mm -hmm. but Jungle Boy has been able to fight back. He did that against Red Dragon, didn't he? Uh, Revolution, I believe. 
Um, but this was the time that he he it failed him. Mm-hmm. Looking back, before we get into the Christian heel turn, Jurassic Express tag type Jurassic tag title reign. It had some really great matches in it, but I couldn't it, tell you a single it, feud or it story. Felt completely secondary to a lot of other stuff happening, mm. which is really unfortunate. So it, it kind of like SCU as mm. the first championship team. Yeah. They're kind of forgotten about. I, I couldn't tell you like any amazing storylines they had. There's always great wrestling in AEW. Always. There's always great matches. But yeah, who who are the other? Lucha Bros couldn't tell you really anything of note they did besides the great match where they won it. Yeah. Um, FTR, they mm-hmm. never really had that classic feud. Just yeah. a few great matches. Mm-hmm. It's just them and the Bucks. But the Bucks, when they're champions, they the tag division seems to be pushed more to the forefront of the company. Yeah. So I'm hoping now we can get a bit more focus on the tag division with, I'm hoping, the ascent of FTR to becoming those champions. And then FTR can continue the tag mm. division being great <laughs> afterwards. Fingers crossed. Good uh, sort of anything you can do, I can do better as well, because mm. the Bucks have just become the first ever two-time tag team champions. Yeah. Then F- if FTR were to win and off them, they'd also be two-time champions. I suppose going forward, obviously we're going to spin out into Jungle Boy versus Christian. Mm. What next for the Bucks? We've got FTR long-term, but are we going to have a title defense at Forbidden Door? Is there a New Japan team they can face? I'm sure they can just throw some fun thing together. Uh, I mean, that that's what they've done everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, they might as well, right? I mean, the, the thing is, you can have a few different tag teams in AEW go up against the Bucks that will be quite, kind of fun. Friggin have It doesn't have to necessarily have to be a title match, but throw some fun matches like, you know, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. Just stick them together and have them go against the Bucks for a bit. There's a load of fun teams in AEW where you can have a bunch of fun matches before we get to the real meat of being like, and now it's FTR and the Bucks go, oh, balls. Well, I need that Blackpool Combat Club match. Yeah, man. That'll that's, be fun. That's, for me, the number one team. Mm. I think FTR are ranked number one. Yes. Uh, but for me, Blackpool Combat Club mm-hmm. is the biggest star. Like, if you think star power match, mm-hmm. oh, Moxley. Yeah. Danielson versus the Young Bucks. Mm. If ever a tag title match could main event a pay-per-view yeah. for AEW, that's the one. Yeah. And that was always the Bucks' aim. Mm-hmm. So and I es- would like that. Please. Especially if Moxley is the interim champion as well, then even more reason why it could main event a pay-per-view because there won't be a huge uh, world title match to go on as well. This isn't WWE, Pete. Stop trying to put all the belts in one program. I'm sorry. I'm just saying if we're having the tag title match. But then, oh, we have, we're having post-match. Just before that. Sure. A report came out today, which we have not even been able to discuss in the office or on a video. Yeah. The original plan mm. was for the Hardys to win this match. Yeah. So, first of all, I'm so glad the Hardys weren't in it at all mm. because I could not enjoy the hardcore spots if I saw Jeff and Matt fumbling their way through them. Yeah. It takes me out of it. I'm too worried about their physical health. Exactly. I 100% agree. I, that's why I didn't really enjoy their double or nothing match because Jeff seemingly got his bell rung or something in the early stages of the match and it was just a bit slow paced and ugh, didn't really enjoy it for the rest of it. And Hardys as champions... I'm not into it. Like, that has to be a month maximum rain. Yeah. Like, you could, 
if you want the nostalgia pop of being like, whoa, they won titles, sure, but I I don't think that's enough of a reason. Like these these nostalgia runs, I feel like AEW's done pretty well in having the older generation ever be managers to a young mm. generation or put the younger generation over. If you want the last run of the Hardys, you just need to have the dream matches. You don't need to put the titles on them. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm very glad they're not champions, even without all the Jeff arrest stuff. I think 100%. it was it would have been a bad look for yep. the company. I agree. All, all those people who criticize them for ex-WWE guys getting pushes. Speaking of, um, Christian. <laughs> Great segue. Christian initially helped Jungle Boy out the ring, and he did such a goddamn good job, and they've teased this so many times. I was like, they did the tag titles change, maybe not this week, mm. but then Christian turned heel, hitting an unprettier or a kill switch mm -hmm. on uh, Jungle Boy, and then with Jungle Boy's mother and sister in the crowd, concerto. Mm. I liked this a lot. Honestly, mm, really I mean, good. I mean, we knew it was coming for ages. We've said since like full gear last year. We were like, I love that <laughs> all of this came where everyone was like, Christian's definitely turning on him. Because during when Jungle Boy pinned, I think it was Adam Cole, whoever he pinned in, the, in that match, Christian was crouching behind him. And everyone goes, he'll turn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we saw it coming a mile away just from that. Uh, but they finally pulled the trigger on it. And I like that he looked almost like a little bit almost like deranged like he had really uh, like wide eyes when he was doing it and in the post show afterwards i don't know if you you saw oh, this no i haven't uh in the post show afterwards he starts mouthing off to uh jungle boy's mum and his sister in the crowd and he says he's a piece of s you raised a piece of s and then just walks <laughs> off i was like it's pretty good <laughs> disappointed daddy christian mm. i'm really excited for christian now uh, I, I liked his initial sort of babyface run mm -hmm. pre-becoming this manager type. Yeah. I love that Kenny Omega match on the first, ep first episode of Rampage. Mm -hmm. I think it yeah. was. Yeah, Kenny and Christian, yeah. Um, but this is the most actually excited I've been about him for, well, since he joined AEW. Yeah, I 100% agree. I'm well looking forward to this. I think this is going to be a really good feud for both mm -hmm. of them. And I'm hoping that Jungle Boy comes out um, looking great at the end of it because I think as great as he is with Luchasaurus, I think he's a he's a superstar, a super single star in waiting. It does pose the question though, what happens to Luchasaurus in all this? Uh, don't know. Mm. Like I imagine he'll be used as a bit of not fodder, yeah, fodder really. Yeah. Chris, maybe Christian will have a match with him, mm -hmm. beat up him first, or yeah. at least attack him. That builds the Jungle Boy revenge story. Yeah. But yeah, and also like Jungle Boy, how will he be post-Christian feud? Mm. I guess we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. It's just, yeah. I think the Wardlow experience has shown uh, sometimes people are good because they're with the right people. Yeah. And when they're not with the right people, something feels missing. Yeah. And Jungle Boy has been expertly packaged because he's got the music, he's got the hair, mm. he's got Luchasaurus, he's now got Christian, he had Marco stunt. Mm -hmm. If the aim is to build Jungle Boy as a singles, I mean, I you've got to build new guys, but yeah. I mean, I don't my think bet that... would be it doesn't work. Yeah? Unfortunately. Well, maybe if he comes out of the Christian feud, he'll be Jungle Man. And then 
he'll be a new refined character that's a bit more. Maybe he'll have some stubble or something. And I'll be like, yeah, he's, he's jungle bad. Can't argue be great. with that. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's see what you all think in the Omega Chats. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Get in your chats down there, please. Mr. Cider, not going to lie, if you did not see that heel turn coming, I don't know what to say. Do you want to explain your sarcastic thumbnail? So the, the thumbnail was very sarcastic because everyone saw this heel turn coming. That's, that's the joke. Sorry. I think you need an emoji. Need an emoji. Uh, other, otherwise... A shock face emoji. No, it, you need the emoji like, I don't know, is there a, a sarcastic I face emoji? I, d I don't know. I don't emoji too hard. Cider continues. Also, the Tanahashi Moxie segment did not need the JAS interference. It blemished Tanahashi a bit as it looked like he's a stepping stone for Sammy and Tay introduction. 
I kind of agree. Not 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 100%, but I do agree that JS did not need to be part of that segment. Yeah. Uh, well, we can get on to that later. Yeah. Kevin, out of all the news that came out yesterday, I was absolutely not expecting that the biggest story of the week is Christian turning on Jungle Boy. What? However, I was pleasantly surprised at the Sammy reveal. We don't like you anymore, Sammy. Be a heel. Sure. I'm glad you liked it. Um, So... The Christian heel turn. Mm-hmm. I would say most of the chats about the Christian heel turn is about other store, other yep. storylines in the company. Yeah. Unfortunate that bodes well. Mm. I mean, uh, it's good. It's good. Uh, Buzzkill. Buzzkill. Finally, Christian actually solidified his heel turn not by attacking Jungle Boy, but by telling Jungle Boy's mum that she raised a piece of S word. Mm. On another note, I will be in England for the next three weeks. So, which indies should I go and watch? I've not really dabbled with indie wrestling post-pandemic, Me neither. but always Eve is a good mm-hmm. time. Eve's great. Rev Pro is yep. one of the main ones. Obviously, Progress. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all our London ones. Yeah. Uh, ICW's in Scotland, isn't it? And yeah, those. You, I think you listed most of the mm. most of the ones we know. Uh, we'll do a few AEW comma general chats before we get into the full play-by-play. Hannah Allen, AEW humped. Is that a good thing? That's a that's a Sean Ross sapism, that one. Oh. Is it still a good thing? Oh yeah. Oh good. Regal awkwardly hitting on Excalibur. Mm-hmm. This is what it can feel like, guys, lol. The Osprey versus Dax match killed, and then the confrontation after the bell. Sammy back in JAS. Well, he was never technically in JAS. Looking forward to the Switchblade versus whomever. Brackets Omega stuff. Lots of love wrestle talk. Jam that jam. He's not going to be facing Omega. We'll come on to that. Okay. Ket, a woman's match on the pay-per-view. Hell yes. Looking forward to Rosa versus Storm. Uh, Former tag team and call them Thunderstorm. (laughs) That is too good to not happen, unfortunately. I also... RK bro. Like, it, it is very good. Oh, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that. Thunderstorm. Mm Hmm. Because what we're missing is another set of belts. Women's tags. Yep, that's what we need. Also, every day we stray away from that MJF ramp promo and having no follow-up on it. I don't think we need follow-up on it immediately. Mm. I feel like it gets better with with time in the the amount of time that passes. It'll feel bigger when he comes back later. Yeah. The more the time that's passed. Yeah. Because that was the mistake with CM Punk. After he took the title and left, he came back eight days later to Raw. And it was like, what? If you're trying to work the, quote, smartest fans, Mm -hmm. you have to treat it like MJF has left the company. And if that was the case, you would not reference it on air. You wouldn't show video recaps Mm -hmm. because that tells us, oh, well, it's it's a storyline. It's a story. Exactly. Riot DR. Hey, yo. This main event was exactly what it needed to be. Nick Jackson and Jungle Boy have ridiculous balance here. I don't know what the record is for most tables broken with one person in a match, but they tried to set it with six. Five and a half tables. Uh, Mark, tinfoil hat time. After the last blood and guts, Jericho will want a big moment that will be more memorable than his bad fall last time. Mm. I now truly believe this hair versus hair result is a swerve and Jericho will forcibly have his head shaved in slash after the blood and guts match. That is a really good theory. I'm on board with that because I, I fully thought that Jericho was going to lose this match. I thought that he would have had to have his head shaved uh, because I feel like that's the kind of thing that Jericho would do. I feel like it's about time. You can you can see Jericho. It's about time. Yeah, we've been building up. To we've weeks. been building up to this. Uh, 
so yeah, I, I, st I still don't think we're necessarily past Jericho potentially losing his hair. That's good shout. Um, Bacon Rasher. Hi, lads. I willy willy like Dynamite this week. Our boy Osprey won, and what a match. Great match. Both had a great reaction, and the Rev Pro title was mentioned. Love that. Yeah, the British heavyweight. Mm. Uh, AEW got to be coming to us in the UK soon, right? P.S. Don't look right. Pete needs a title shot. I do. I need my belt back. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully, they, they, the whole All Atlantic thing seems mm -hmm. geared towards the UK stuff. You think so, right? So I did think it was weird that Osprey came up with the Red Pro title and not the New Japan US <laughs> title, considering Forbidden Door, you know? Yeah, he really loves that belt. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, we'll do three more. Overall, a really good episode of Dynamite. Ortiz had a great showing. Dax versus Will was match of the night. I agree. Storm versus Baker was good. However, the Jericho Tanner Mox segment was a bit messy, and the trios match at Forbidden is a weird one, in my opinion, but it'll be fun for sure. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was messy, but if I'm looking at this episode and what didn't work, it's Wardlow's Wild. I'd say that both of them didn't work. Yeah, yeah but one was terrible. Yeah, one wasn't good. Yeah. Mark Egan. I'd love for Proud and Powerful. I forgot they used to be called that. They are still called that. It's on wow, the whatever. Run. To get out of the Eddie JAS feud so they can finally feud with FTR for the tag team belt. It's going to be a great story to tell. Santana and Ortiz left the inner circle because Jericho was holding them down. And since then, they feuded with Jericho. He's still holding them down. <laughs> and finally for now, Riot DR. That, that is how you use Will Ospreay. This is the wrestling that sizzles my bacon. Dax is on the roll of his career. Give him and Cash all the tag titles, all companies they can work in, uh, get those belts. And can we get an Orange Cassidy return? I mean, can we get one? We got one. We got one on the show. I'm confused, yeah. right, dear. You've seen what's happening at Forbidden Door? <laughs> well, they did only very briefly mention it. So we'll, we'll get into all this. So the show kicked off. Please keep getting your chats into wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Uh, this was the Road Rager special, mm. and it really did feel like one of the big special episodes of AEW. All those gimmick matches, all the debuts, returns. Yeah. Big stuff. Totally. I, I really like that they have these um, TV specials, because it really breaks up the flow between pay-per-views, because they only have four per year. It's great. like it. I tell you what, it almost felt like pre-punk. Okay. You know that crazy run of shows they had, mm -hmm. first six months of 2021? Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that sure. was still in lockdown. Yeah. And then Punk came in in August, Yeah, which has slightly changed the... So you're saying that AEW's like... great and on a really <laughs> good that. run right now. My problem was Punk. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course not. Uh, so we started with Jericho versus Ortiz mm -hmm. and a hair versus hair match. Fantastic match. Really good. Loads of booking, like the perfect amount of over-the-top interference. Yeah, great yeah. schmoz. Yeah. Eddie Kingston gets in the ring behind the referee's back at one point. She's distracted with the schmoz outside. Mm. He hits his back fist on Jericho <sighs> because F you, Jericho. Mm -hmm. I don't care. That's like, Eddie's such a baby face. He can be all the heel and yep. still get cheered. Yep. And Jericho kicks out of it. What a near fall. Oh, I, I bought that yeah. hook, line, and sinker. I watched that even though... Did actually know the result of the match before I watched oh, it. You? I still bought that as a near fall because it was so good. 
yeah, uh, Blackpool Combat Club, well, like Wheeler Utah, um, and... And Rapongi Vice it was as well. Rapongi Vice and Santana came down. No, it wasn't Rapongi Vice. That was later. My bad. Santana came down, which I was like, why weren't you there from the start? Eddie yeah. was there from the start. Yeah, because Eddie's the cool one. But it know. was so much fun. It was it sort of got over it. Anyway, the actual finish came when Fuego del Sol ran into the ring to get, you know, sort of a one-up on the Eddie Kingston interference. Stopped Ortiz winning. Jericho won. Did you think it was Fuego del, the actual Fuego del Sol? Also knew this before I watched the match. Yeah, yeah. But it looked like him. Yeah, no, it totally like, did. Yeah, yeah. It like did. the face shape looks like Fuego. Yeah, and he takes off his mask, and it's Sammy Guevara mm-hmm. with his eating grin. Yeah, between Hager and Jericho, this feels right. It feels like something that should have been in place at the start of the JAS formation, but Guevara was trying out every version of the heel face dynamic mm-hmm. possible. I know I'm probably in the minority. But I'm I'm not really keen on JAS. Okay. I'm I'm kind of done with Jericho, honestly, as a whole. Not really super keen on Sammy Guevara either. So I'm just like, sure. I'm sure people will like it, and that's fine. If people like it, you know, full steam ahead. It's just not for me. But Jake Hager, he's fine. Oh my god. <laughs> um, whatever. It worked. Um, no bottom line because the crowd went nuclear when Sammy revealed himself. Mm-hmm. So that is, yeah, great because it felt like they were trying to make him a baby face again, and they are very wisely, but surprise, like uncharacteristically reluctantly, finally got there. Yeah, he's now definitely a heel, which is good. Right next up, we got by far the worst thing on the show. This was not good, and unfortunately, it's you know like every week since. The MJF story is concluded. Wardlow's stuff is not working. This was him versus 20 security guards Mm -hmm. in an elimination match that Mm. nobody knew the rules for. That was weird. We got a fun sort of people's court video package beforehand. Mm -hmm. That was good. Which was good. But it it is overtly comedy stuff Mm -hmm. for Wardlow. Like It it was good, but is it optimal? Mm -hmm. I would argue not. And then, yeah, Wardlow's in the middle of the ring. 20 security guards line the apron. Wardlow knocks off one whole side of them. Dasha Fuentes misunderstood something. I don't know what, because they weren't even thrown over a top rope. And she said, security guards, number one, have been eliminated. Yep. And I was, but I thought this was pinfalls or submissions. Yeah. Wait, how are people being eliminated? Was Yeah, that was my, one of my notes. So that took the crowd out of it because... They were, like, confused. They're like, wait, what? What's the rules? And if those are the rules, those are lame rules. Yes. And then Wardlow proceeded to beat everyone up, sort of one by one, Mm -hmm. which, you know... Sort of, yeah. You you expect from this sort of thing. I'm not going to do that down. But I didn't like... The pa- he powerbombed everyone, and then he would take groups of four to six people, pile them on top of each other, and pin them all in a pile. Mm. That It got repetitive for me, because he did yes. it about three, four times, and the, the crowd got disinterested, audibly disinterested. And also, they're not legal pins. No. It's, it's, it's not very good. I would have thought that this... This kind of thing, I think 20 is too many people, for starters, because anything you do in this match is going to get repetitive, because you have to do it lots of times. If you'd have had 10 people, 
and you'd have had it so it was like a proper handicap match so they would have had to like tag out so it's only one person that's legal at a yeah. time and Wardlow just comes in beats one person who's next beats another person who's next beats another person and he and he wins not just with power bombs but he wins with you know power slams and does a bunch of other moves and you can see oh my god Wardlow has these other moves that he can do that isn't just power bombs it totally could have worked I think the pacing was way off for this one because it was just stuff happened stuff happened stuff happened here's these bodies and he wins and it was like the rules were confusing the people that were legal were confusing like the legality of the pins was confusing it was all just like people were like oh okay and the crowd didn't really have a chance to breathe between any of the moves or actually take in what was happening whereas i think if he'd have played it up and you know you saw the security guards being like oh i don't want to get in he's too scary kind of thing and played up like the mm. comedic aspect i know it's it's still not good because wardlow's doing comedy but if that's what you're going for do the comedy right and you have to play up the security guards being like, oh, I don't want to face him. And, you know, do, do like a punch to him. And he no-sells it for a second. He looks back at him and smiles and mm. hits a power bomb. You know, it's it's fairly simple stuff, but it's stuff that would have made this much more palatable, I think. I like the handicap idea. Yeah. Yeah, this this didn't work. It was a, a when you put it on like as a, a graphic, mm. like, oh, that's a fun idea. Yeah, exactly. But the execution did not work, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, also, Wardlow got new entrance music. Um, it's not as good as his old one, but it's okay. Afterwards, Wardlow, um, no, Dan Lambert and Scorpio Sky up in the skybox interrupted and they said, we've got some of our UFC fighters down there, uh, Tyrone Woodley and somebody else who um, is quite beaten up and couldn't really move. Mm. And they got in the ring. It looked like they were going to beat up Wardlow and Wardlow said, hey, well, you're both St. Louis boys. Mm -hmm. I'm also Midwestern, I think he said. From nearby, nearby-ish, sort of. Uh, yeah. We're we're working class men. Uh, mm -hmm. Don't let anyone give you orders, and they're like, fair enough. They gave him Mark Sterling, and Wardlow power bombed them. Mm. <sighs> that was lame. My awesome. last note on this segment was, eh. the whole, you know, Wardlow's a monster, and the whole it it makes sense with his character because he overcame this dickish rich mm -hmm. kid yep. telling him to do stuff but the, Wardlow as a working class hero isn't why I like him mm -mm. Wardlow as a monster who destroys people is why I like him yes. so when he starts to say you know sing Bruce Springsteen songs I, it takes me out of it yeah yep agree it's a shame because I love Wardlow <laughs> I think he's great Yeah, but this isn't working but what worked was right up next so i before i watched the show i didn't know that this match was on this uh, was on this show oh really and i saw a little graphic in the corner being dax Howard versus will osprey i was like <laughs> excuse me i'm into that brilliant so absolutely good. brilliant my match of the night even though you know the ladder match i guess is a better match but good grief this felt like a g1 match mm. it felt like a new japan um, fighting spirit style matches, particularly near the end when they're both raising and they're doing the strikes. But the story, just the rap, you know, everything sung here the wrestling, the characters, the styles. But for me, Dax went up to the top rope to do a flying headbutt. Yes. Which is not a move anyone should really do, but no. fair, you know, whatever. And Excalibur says the last time a member of FTR went to the top rope, was Cash Wheeler, mm -hmm. and that led to them losing the tag team titles. Yep. And fists, 
No flips. Mm-hmm. I mean, didn't do a flip. He just he leapt, just, but yeah. leapt off the top rope. But still, what brilliant storytelling. I, I personally would have had that led into the finish. But that's just me. I'd have had that spot come a little bit later in the match and have that immediately go to the finish. There's an argument that that was the moment where he lost control of the match. Yes, But yeah, I, it wasn't very overt, yeah. Yes. Uh, but still, though, that aspect of the story is absolutely brilliant. These two are so good. Mm. And there is a spot that no one will talk about afterwards, but that I loved, which is when Dax goes for a hip toss and Will Ospreay counters it into an abdominal stretch. <laughs> like D- Dax doing hip tosses is like Dax's thing, right? So he automatically just goes for that, and he seamlessly just got to straight into an abdominal stretch. So I was like, "That's good. That's great. I love that." I don't know why I loved it so much. It was just so good. Um, I I I love like the the slingshot powerbomb sequence that Dax was yeah. Dax was doing it when he finally hit that slingshot powerbomb. I was like, "Oh yeah, massive pop for it." Uh, Dax kicking out of the Oz cutter. I was like, "Yes, Dax." That bit was so New Japan for me. And, mm. and where, the way Will composed himself afterwards, it wasn't a, oh, no. Yeah. It was, all right, next move. Fine. And that's, you know, Hidden Blade. Hidden that's Blade. how he beat him. Very yeah. professional. Mm-hmm. Will, you know, Dax is great, but I don't know Dax. Will, I've he's, he's one of the best, like, just technical, high-flying wrestlers ever. But what people don't put over enough is how good he is at wrestling psychology and laying out matches. Mm-hmm. I've seen him backstage and in frontline and the show we did just talking to wrestlers even when they're not his matches and he's just like if you do this here and you do that there and I'm just like he is thinking on another level. Mm-hmm. He, his wrestling brain might actually be the most valuable part of him and I did so many bits in this match I was like good god he's a genius. Yeah. And I, I also just loved this complete like mesh of styles because you'd think you'd mm. think that especially the will of the past, yeah. Dax Harwood would probably take umbrage with the style of wrestling that Will especially <laughs> used to do. So just that like psychological aspect, even though they never like referenced that or spoke about it or anything, just in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I bet Dax hates him. And it's like it's just like that that little bit just added like an extra element in the match for me. Yeah. It was great. Dax, Dax being like the big Van Vader school. And- <laughs> Like, I bet Dax was watching Will Ospreay versus Ricochet <laughs> from 2016 going like, these guys are killing the business. <laughs> exactly. Cash. <laughs> well, I guess Dash. Da- Dash Wilder. Yeah, Dash Wilder yeah. was Cash's name. Yes. Right, yeah. And Dax was Scott Dawson. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Afterwards, uh, there was a post-match brawl. United Empire ran in to help Will Ospreay, best friends. After uh, Cash ran down. And uh, United Empire getting the better of it when... Picks his where as my mind hits. Mm-hmm. Wonderful to hear. Orange Cassidy walks down. Awesome. He's getting a great pop. And he, I wanted, I wanted the super kicks. Mm. I was like, can't do it to Will. Yep. Um, but we didn't get that. Instead, Will just sort of did his. Yeah. He, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna anime look at you. Yeah. Oh gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look at you like Big E watches monitors. <laughs> so Out it's the in the corner of your eye. Like, he's so good at those shots. Um, but the yeah, like. Yes, this this shot. Uh, That's great. But we didn't get it because they later announced that we're getting Will Ospreay versus Orange Cassidy for the IWGP United States title at mm-hmm. the door. Thoughts? It will be a really fun match. Yes. 
both these guys are fantastic, and I think it's going to... They they will have the crowd in the palm of their hands. They are going to work that crowd so hard in that match, and I'm sure it's going to be a great time. It's not what I would have done with Will Ospreay at Forbidden Door. <sighs> it's not what I even would have done with Cassidy. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Because like, like, last week, when Will Ospreay debuted in AEW, I was very down on it, because I was like, I don't think he should be in a six-man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he should have a big singles feud. Mm. And now they've given me the big singles feud. Orange Cassidy is a huge star, ratings mm. mover. Yeah. But I'm like, what? I don't want that either. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, Ollie? What, what, who would you have booked? Well, I tell you what I want. Mm. He's tied up later on in the show, but Orange Cassidy versus Minoru Suzuki is. Oh, that's delightful. That, like, if I, I think Forbidden Door should be what are the best possible dream matches you can do yeah when but what's happening is what's the best six man we can do to mm-hmm. sort of tie in with this story we're doing yeah which is a tactic you know that's it's not a terrible way one of the bad things about survivor series is how all stories stop for a month mm-hmm. and then you resume them afterwards so at least yeah. this way you can continue telling your own promotion stories but I'm looking up up and down the card and I'm not getting those dream matches I, I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility to have, because this comes right off the back of Double or Nothing, you could have a lot of feuds stop a Double or Nothing, have fresh feuds with the New Japan guys going into Forbidden Door. Just for a month. And then have the new AEW feuds coming out afterwards. So it's not like you're, you know, castrating all the AEW feuds just to have New Japan ones. It was a fresh start that they chose to have some AEW feuds continue afterwards, which was all a bit messy. Um, But even so, I still think it's worth doing, even if you have AEW stories, it's worth having New Japan stories running alongside them to have for Forbidden Door. Because this, to me, Forbidden Door should, should be like a one-night-stand type mm. event yeah. where you just have, here are our big matches. Aren't these two promotions amazing? Mm-hmm. Let's have some dream matches and have some fun. And that's what I thought it was going to be, but I guess it's not, really. It's Yeah, it's definitely more involved than that, mm. which, leading up to it, I would have been really excited by. I was like, mm. yeah, that sounds like a great idea, but now, it's, now I'm experiencing it in practice. I'm like, oh, actually, mm. I just wanted the dream matches. Yeah. And which I feel like one of them is Moxie versus Tanahashi. I would say that is legitimately a dream match that they have been building for like three years. And it's something they've wanted to do for a long time. That's cool. That is a legitimate dream match. The other stuff that's been announced so far, I'm like, eh. Like, it's good. And I'm sure it'll be really fun. But it's not what I would have booked. Totally. Well, speaking of, the next big development was Moxley and Tanahashi having a face-to-face. Before that, we got a video recap putting over Tanahashi. Very good touch. Uh, that's what has been missing a lot from these views mm-hmm. with Kevin Kelly. Mm-hmm. Kevin Kelly was a talking head. So I saw him appear and I was like, Ollie will love that. I did. Mm. He's my favorite commentator of all time. Mm-hmm. And he's incredible. So, yeah, Forbidden Door, I'm happy boy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marks and Tan- Tanahashi had a great promo. Tanahashi didn't say anything apart from... I'm ace, I think, at the end. No, no, no. He didn't say anything. He told Jericho oh, just to shut, shut up. up. Yeah. Uh, classic, we don't want the Japanese guy to talk. But, you know, fair enough if it's difficult to do a promo. I 
I'll let you finish the segment first. And then I'll yeah, say, I'll run I'll through everything. Moxie got a great promo, not saying how he's chased Tanahashi around the world, and he put over how, you know, you're great, but I'm better. Really excellent stuff. But then Jericho interrupts, just as Tanahashi was about to speak, and says the only reason you're there in that position, Mox, was because I wasn't around last week, which just sort of opens up, well, why weren't you there last week? Why weren't week? you there last week The then? Battle Royal should have been your number one priority. And he introduced new JAS members, Sammy Guevara and Tay Conti, mm-hmm. and Suzuki Goon members, Lance mm-hmm. Archer and Desperado ran in the ring and beat down Mox and Tanahashi because there will be a Forbidden Door six-man tag of Jericho, Sammy and Minoru Suzuki versus Kingston, Wheeler Yuta and Shota Umino. And then uh, Moxley and Moxley and Tanahashi stood tall. Mm-hmm. So a split segment in that they tried to build two matches at the same time. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Moxley's promo was fantastic. Loved it. Um, saying that you're called the ace, but after Forbidden Door, you'll call me ace. I was like, yes, big fan. Um, I personally would have had Tanahashi say one line at the end and just be like, you know, Time to shut up or whatever. Call him a bitch. It always works. <laughs> Something like that. Just have one line. If you don't want him to talk too much, you know, if he's not the strongest promo in English, makes total sense. Just have him say one line. End of that segment. Sick. Moxie Tanahashi. Can't wait. Had that face-to-face. It's built that match more. I'm way more excited for it now than I was before. I wouldn't have had any of this JAS stuff here. You didn't need it in this segment. I felt it got way too muddied because we've got JAS coming out and we've got new members. And here's uh, Suzuki Goon. By the way, there's a trios match at Forbidden Door. It's like, what are we building mm. here? Like, focus on one thing at a time because all of this felt like it needed its own announcement. Also, you didn't need to announce that Sammy Guevara and Ty Conti were in. We got that from earlier. <laughs> I, I know he's part of JAS now. You didn't need to tell us that. We watched it earlier. Um, and yeah, and like the trios match, I'm sure will be, again, I'm sure it'll be fun. But, okay, I'm glad Suzuki's on it against Yuta, Shoto Amino, and and Kingston. Okay, I guess. This just feels like it's more AEW versus AEW and also New Japan's there in this match rather than AEW versus New Japan. You Mm. know, that's I think you mentioned that point before. I don't want to see AEW versus AEW at Forbidden Door. That's not the point. It's AEW versus New Japan. That should be the point of the show. But it's not that. As the way to continue the feuds, yeah, they're they're linking up the heels mm-hmm. across the companies to take on the faces across the companies, which works sometimes mm-hmm. um, if you've got a killer lineup. And you know, you look at those names on paper: Jericho, Suzuki, Kingston. But I also look at those names. I'm like, just give me Suzuki Kingston, right? I mean, just give me Suzuki. He's... Most people, I think. Oh yeah, that makes <laughs> a lot of sense. But Suzuki versus Kingston would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it, everything just felt really muddied in this mm-hmm. segment. It's like I just wanted to focus on Moxie Tanahashi because at the end of Moxie's promo, I was like, man, I'm really excited for this match. This this has really helped build my excitement for it. Jericho came out, and as I mentioned earlier, I'm kind of done with Jericho. So seeing him for the second time on the show, I was like, for God's sake, He's go away. He's a wizard. We got the mm. Tony Storm interview backstage building her stuff later. I think it was pre-recorded because they had yeah. clips to play over. Yeah. Ethan Page took on Miro. Miro was just an all-out babyface. Yeah. I thought this was an odd matchup because I was like, I mean, okay, I guess I'm here for Miro babyface. I thought he was a heel, though, based on his comeback promo and being like, I'm going to go after the punks and the the, the hangmen, the cowboys and all that stuff. I was like, 
So he's still definitely a heel, right? He's a tweener. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he was babyface here. Uh, he was awesome. Ethan Page was beaten very decisively. Yeah. This wasn't the good sort match, of... Though. Yeah, good match. Not nowhere near as good as the pack uh, Buddy Murphy's Buddy mm-hmm. Matthews match last week, but it was an all Atlantic qualifier match. So Miro is in that four way. Cool. Oh my God, Pack Miro. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be Malachi. Because it's Penta. Malachi versus Penta. So yeah. Malachi win that one. And a New Japan guy, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dante Martin cut a promo on. Uh, Moxley, mm-hmm. he's going to have a match on Friday. Uh, I believe you also missed there was a Darby Allen promo. Oh, but yeah. I'm not sure why they're still feuding because it Carl was on O'Reilly Bobby Fish. Won. They've got a match on Friday against yeah. Bobby Fish. But like, kind of already won. Clean. <laughs> so, what are you still fighting for? Britt Baker then took on Tony Storm. Um, this was kind of a number one contenders match. Without saying so. Yeah, for Thunder Rosa's title. Yeah. Thunder Rosa actually came down early and chased off Jamie Hayter, Mm -hmm. taking out that advantage. Went 10 minutes, was fine. Yeah. For me, it never found that extra gear. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but after quite a few months of being like, Brit, Brit wins too much and Mm -hmm. she wins via cheating too much. Mm -hmm. Here she was beaten clean, Mm -hmm. put in over Tony. And I'm like, why doesn't that feel special? <laughs> but it didn't, right? Not really. Like, this should be huge. Yeah. And it, maybe it was. Maybe it was huge. But I didn't feel it necessarily. Mm. I, I felt a little bit odd. I don't know why. I Maybe it's just the finish wasn't properly built to that I don't know if that's true either because it felt like Baker was like in shadow spots where she was playing possum and nearly got mm-hmm. the like roll up mm-hmm. victories they had a couple of back and forths and then Storm hit her, her finisher and then won so it was properly built to I guess but just I don't know something was missing Stokely Hathaway was backstage building up the open challenge for Jay Cargill on Friday Willow Nightingale uh, answered it She's so charismatic. I love Willow Nightingale. (laughs) She's she's the best. Give me more Willow Nightingale, please. She's so good. She's really, really charismatic. Yeah. And then the final bit we'll talk about, because we've already covered the main event, Hangman Page comes out. He's a sad cowboy this week. (laughs) Because he wanted to face Okada for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, but Jay White won that title. Mm-hmm. So Adam Cole comes out and he's like, well, I'm going to face Jay White because it's all in the Bullet Club, baby. Mm -hmm. Jay White's music plays, but he attacks Paige from behind, cuts a great promo on Hangman Paige, sort of squatting down. Jay White cutting great promos. Who'd have thunk it? He's so good. He's great. But then he said like, oh, yeah, but I'm not facing you and I'm not facing Adam Cole either. Yep. See you later. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah, Adam Cole's facial reaction to this I thought was great because he was proper yucking it up. And you could see this turn coming a mile away because Adam Cole, was, when he was saying to Hangman, he was like, you're lost against CM Punk and there's no way I'm going to face you. You're the worst and all that stuff. Adam Cole yucking it up. So he'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Jay. You're my best friend. And then Jay goes, and I'm not going to face you either. And Cody goes, proper like <laughs> face drops. He's like, but I don't I don't understand properly. Like, what? what? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it was really funny. Um, Yeah. And he said, I hold the prize. I call the shots. Who's he going to be facing then? So, yeah, probably it's going to be Adam Cole, Hangman Page, and him. Right? Probably. That's yeah. probably what's going to happen. Yeah. If that's what happens, 
probably the least interesting version of this. You know, when we're thinking dream matches, mm-hmm. I would again not something I would have booked. This is a big question mark, and we've only got one more show before mm-hmm. the pay per view. Not including Rampage. Not including Rampage. Sorry, yeah, I always forget. Just dynamite, <laughs> dynamite, dynamite. <laughs> so, just this popped into my head, and it was brought up by a chat earlier. What if Kenny Omega just returns on Wednesday, and it's just like, "Yep, yeah, Kenny Omega's back." Or like, look, look, Jay White comes out and he says, "I." I've decided who my opponent's going to be. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega. And he's yucking it up. And then the music plays. Ha ha, there's nobody there. Plays again. He is there. He walks out. Boom. That's how Kenny comes back. Like, okay. Okay. Can I put some more defenses? Please in? go. Go, go, go. You've got the history of Jay White and Kenny Omega. Oh, yeah. White kicked Omega out of the Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Huge stuff there. You've got the idea that Kenny replaced Hangman Page in this match again. The stuff with Adam Cole as well. That's also playing into it here. And freaking just have Kenny Omega then beat Jay White to become the IWGP heavyweight champion. Have Tanahashi win the the AEW World Championship. And I don't know what happens after that. (laughs) But, But like, this is what I'm talking about. Something has happened with CM Punk being injured, which has thrown everything up in the air. Do you want these pieces to fall down in the most predictable manner possible? Or do you do what AEW is very good at and just going, I built a tower. <laughs> Look how good this tower is. Um, I love all of it. And I would love to see Omega come back because I think there's so much storyline potential with all of that. I mean, he won't, though. Because he's really injured. He was really injured. And apparently still is. What? Since when? Like a few weeks ago. Someone said, like, he's just gone in for a fresh surgery kind of thing. Oh, it's a work, bro. So, like, he won't be there. Or if he's there, he'll make an appearance to be like, hey, New Japan, I used to be really important over here. (laughs) But, like, he won't have a match. Hey, look, if he comes back next week, play this clip back and and say, you're an idiot, Pete. And I'll be like, hey, I'm an idiot. (laughs) But it's out there. According to reports and stuff, he's still very, very injured and not good to come back yet. Yes. Well, it is it is a an out there idea. Um, I'd love to see it. Possibly even not possible. Yeah. But I, th- I think this is a show that needs a massive hook. Mm-hmm. And as WWE have shown... let hook. <laughs> Put him on the show. As WWE have shown, if you just do something big on the go-home episode... Mm-hmm. That's enough to get buys. Yeah. You have all that momentum coming off of Wednesday. The show's on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Kenny's back in the company. Yeah. Punk's out. And I think the storyline potential for Post Forbidden Door is totally there with all the stuff that we want to see with Kenny and the Bucks and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. It's totally there already with Adam Cole being like, you took my spot, man. What's up What's up with that? What I was going to face Jay White. Why did you come and face him instead? Well, that's uh, I thought this was this could have been one of the best. Like the in this episode is almost a, a show of the year quality, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but there were just two misfires, too many misfires for me. There's a lot of stuff thrown at the wall. Mm-hmm. I think it's this is the like if you look at this objectively, it's hot shot booking, a hair versus hair match out of nowhere, mm-hmm. the Wardlow stuff, just chucking random. New Japan wrestlers into feuds. This is hot shot booking. A lot of stuff did not stick, but the stuff that did stick was incredible, mm-hmm. and the wrestling is sublime. Yes. So I gave it, an, an I think, an 88%. Four out of five for me. 
really good show, but not quite 5 out of 5 standard just because a couple of things let it down. Well, before we get into the rest of your thoughts, remember wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Get them in. Let's say thank you to our wonderful $25 a month or more pledge hammers on Patreon. Where's our Hall of Fame Hall of Fame music? I did it. I'm not used to this. Who wants to walk with Daniel Elias Chrysler? Might have to change that to Ezekiel mm. Chrysler. Uh, Daniel Potus Lee. David Ain't No Shrimp Camilleri. Oh, that's good. Like calamari, mm. but not... The Findicator, Finn Brennan. Always shining, Garrett Albright. General Jimmy G. Hannah A, baby. Geordie bus driver, Harry. The Overstepper, James Nepper. Murderous James Murtar. Wrestle Talk's personal problem solver, Jamie Donovan. And finally, for this Hall of Fame class for the 16th of June, 2022, Viernes el Oh. Jason Gutierrez. Oh, very Delightful. good. I know. Very good pronunciation. It's, it's like I studied Spanish. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you very much. Please do go over to Patreon to check us out there. There's loads of exclusive content, and it's the best way to help support the channel. Uh, right, the rest of your chats. Tem Rizza says, 2022 just doesn't want to calm down, does it? It is insane to see what WWE will look like at the end of the year. The next couple of months are going to be huge. Sasha to Hollywood and a potential Soraya versus Mercedes match in AEW is wild. New Japan is strong again. Mm. Page versus Sasha Banks in AEW. <laughs> That's wild, isn't it? Also, lest we forget... Cody Rhodes left AEW this year. <laughs> so much this happened. Jared McCulloch. Uh, hey guys, just wanted to point out that the reason that Osprey didn't have the US title was because New Japan still haven't got the belt back from Juice Robinson, I believe. Hmm. Maybe you thought no one will notice. <laughs> yeah. The British flag is similar. Yes. William Rosmer. What was the point of Sammy dressing up like Fuego? I never thought it was anyone but Sammy under the mask. Hmm. Oh, well, we were worried. fooled by. me. Elsewhere, Osprey made Dax look like a million bucks, and they finally pulled the trigger on Christian's heel turn. Great episode of Dynamite. Uh, you see Fuego Del Sol's uh, tweet about it. He was like, you tell Sammy to do your dry cleaner for you one time. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think Osprey made Dax look like a million bucks. I think Dax was just as much a part of that equation as yes. Osprey. Agreed. Jack Lloyd. I said this a while ago that I was sick to death of Sammy. It's now even worse. I love the JAS. They're hilarious. But for me, Sammy is X-Pac in DX with his go-away heat. Apart from that, love the show. Ortiz shouting blood and guts was awesome. Jam that jam. Didn't even mention Ortiz shaved his own head. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a huge Which, part. Good. He should. Yeah. Great stuff. I love that Kingston was like, he's a man of his word. He's going to do it. And then he just shouted blood and guts a lot of times at Jericho. Uh, Ten Ruzza. Guys, go long today. So much to talk about. Mm. AEW, we don't have the energy levels to. Really don't. So AEW tired. again was a lot of fun, and Jay White is insanely good. Pete, you need to watch Dominion to know why Osprey didn't have the title. Still with Juice. Mm. Love Jay's promo this past weekend, and love Mox Tanner. Well, serves me right for not watching Dominion. <laughs> 
Riot DR. When I saw Fuego attack Ortiz, I was confused, but I made sense of it. A new start for him. Then I noticed his teeth. <laughs> Sammy has shiny teeth that Roman Reigns has to respect. Mm. Sammy and Tay are a perfect fit for JAS. Uh, P.S. meant to say an OC return. What did he say before? Uh, Orange Cassidy return. OC, like the club? Like Orange Cassidy. <laughs> like AJ Anderson and Gallows? Uh, I don't know. doesn't change the meaning if it's no, the Orange Cassidy. No, it really doesn't. Uh, Riot DR, a great story has a beginning, middle, and end. In wrestling, the story's epilogue is the beginning of a new story. This Wardlow spin-off is bad. Mm. It's like a bottle episode, a filler comic yeah. book issue. I got Kevin Nash in late WCW vibes. Remember that, when the ref was counting three for guys not being pinned. <laughs> yeah. Alex Witherden, the IWGP heavyweight title match should be a fatal four-way with White, Cole, Page, and Okada. Mm. Bullet Club versus The Elite versus AEW versus New Japan, plus it should be Young Bucks versus Dangerous Techers. That's fun. Um, so Okada, apparently, they did mention, they said, Okada's not going to be on the show. Why? Okada's wife is scheduled to give birth around that weekend. Probably why, then? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That's a massive shame if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> not for them as I'm sure that's great for them I really need to rephrase that <laughs> what a shame she's giving birth sorry guys it's a shame for the show because you'd think one of like the biggest name you could put on the Forbidden Door show would be Okada he's like the big New Japan guy mm -hmm. so JS Wooten Punk like Cody is formatted poorly Tony Khan needs to figure out how to do this show without turning some talents into speed bumps Wardlow needs Cesaro to reset his PWR level his power level power level because his power scaling is broken right now top beard and hair and AEW feeling right um I don't I think he he had Punk's segments down perfectly mm. I think loads of people look better wrestling Punk I agree Falling downer. Dax Harwood, man. That guy is untouchable right now. Match after match, he knocks it out of the park. Love last night's show, but I'm a little confused about the Blood and Guts match contestants. Who is locked in for Team Jericho and who's locked in for Team Eddie? We don't know. Mox, Eddie, Santana and Ortiz are locked in. Are you sure? Yeah, because Moxley said it, I'm in Blood and Guts. Kingston made the match. Ortiz said blood and guts, mm -hmm. which I assume also means Santana. No, no, no. You're assuming. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't know that, though, do we? Sure. Yeah. A hot tag to you. Uh, sure. Where are we at? My things probably haven't updated, but that's fine. Monty Granito said uh, Cassidy and Osprey were both on uh, on the last Jericho cruise. They probably got to know each other there. Osprey was the king of the cruise, mixing and drinking all day with all of us normies. You guys should do the cruise. Thanks, guys. Would love to. Very mm. difficult logistically to pull off. Yes. Uh, Firebat Miv said, uh, did you two miss how good the sell for the hip attack was? This is probably why there needs to be a Tempest or a Luke in there to offset the Cornet Bischoff <laughs> duo here. Ouch. Also, yes, it was a very good sell. That's how Baker was playing possum in the thing. Mm. It was good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kevin says, oh, yeah, you're right. Wardlow's match or segment or whatever was the messiest part of the show. I totally forgot about <laughs> that. Yeah, that whole Sterling feud was totally unnecessary. It should have directly been Wardlow versus Sky instead. Yeah, it goes straight into the TNT title picture. I agree. Noah Fortner said, I'm not sure how many other people had this problem, but my TBS feed cut out during the main event, and I kind of just gave up trying to fix it because AEW hasn't been exciting me on this on this build oh. to Forbidden Door. I'm not excited for the card like I thought I would be. I'm kind of in that boat. I am so uh, looking forward to the show. I think it's going to be fun regardless, um, but I am a bit like, 
oh, okay, mm. you know, it's still good, rather than, wow, can't wait for this show. Robert Waters said, uh, I pitched it before and I'd like to pitch uh, it with what Ollie said. Jay White challenges Omega at Forbidden <coughs> Door. Battle Cry hits. Nothing. Laughs since you. Devil Sky hits. Oh. Out comes Omega. Oh. That's good. Oh, if, yes, please bring back that music. Devil Sky for that would be dun, dun. really yeah. good. Yeah. That, that's excellent. That's a, re- that's a really good shout. Uh, I'm just going to try and refresh oh, my I've... thing. Um, just you to just make press sure. the, the refresh button. At the top. There's a refresh yeah, button. I only found this out recently. Well, that is important. Uh, do you want to take the rest or... Hannah Allen. Hey, oh, lovely lads. It was my birthday this 14th. To celebrate, I've decided to contribute some Australian dollars. Oh, God. Can't believe that. To the best premium YouTube content creators, my go-to source for up-to-date wrestling news, the same guys who make No Rolls Barred and Parts for Known, lovers of Australian dollars. I love them. Wrestle talk. Jam that jam. I love them. Thank you for your kind words, Hannah, but I spit on your money. It's no good. (laughs) Firebat Miv. So, what do you want to talk about, Cody? Yeah, let's talk about Cody. Big, big news big about story. Cody recently. Yeah, Zach Robinson Memberg for fourteen months in a row. But I think it tells the Memberg's one month less because he says thirteen months, baby. What are you guys most excited about for Forbidden Door? Who do you think the Bucks face on the pay per view for the tag straps? Toriano and I don't know. I'm just I'm making names up. Yeah, it'll it'll be someone you like. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'm trying to be fun. Yeah. Goto and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what what am I most excited about? I guess Lance Archer and Desperado. They were on this show. Sure. Um, I guess Mox and Tanahashi, but, but probably Osprey Cassidy. To be honest, just to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm more looking forward to Osprey Cassidy from like a spectacle perspective because mm. I think it's going to be just a bunch of like fun. Whereas in terms of like I can't wait to see this match, it's probably going to be Moxley yeah. Tanahashi. Yeah, I mean the, we're going to get a new AEW old champion out of interim. Uh, Abel Palacio Memberg, thank you very much. We are Luca. Was it Dyna- was it at Dynamite last night? Going to St. Louis Anarchy Wrestling Dingo Invitational Tournament. That's a Friday. lot of words. And Saturday, love wrestling. Love you guys and Pete too. What? Well, Hold up. Love you guys and Pete too. Well, maybe, Am I not included in the guys? Maybe it's like me and Luke, usually, and you. Mm. Uh, we'll be sending a gift. Uh, a wrestling gift to you and No Rolls Barred very soon. Lux, l- love, hugs and clotheslines. Thank, Thank you, you Luca. Uh, Firebat Miv again. Is Pete's new gimmick the British Jim Cornette? Did you hear me talking about the main event? Of how much I loved all the flips and dives and all the spots they did? Yeah. Like the opposite of Jim Cornette. Insane. Uh, let me just... Okay. Uh, Charles Berg, I'm not going to read that out mm. just because it's a bit, you know sort of angry inflammatory at current um news stories mm. but but yes if if you want a refund uh we don't we don't usually do refunds we can um, do we can do that yeah ask uh, the moderating team and they'll we'll figure it out tell you a way to to get in touch uh blakely hear me out it's a tag match adam cole and jay white versus adam page and akada yep that would be an amazing match in my opinion that might be what happens yeah if akada's there if I don't want to see a pay-per-view full of tags 
and three, like six men just to avoid the wrong guy getting pinned for mm -hmm. either promotion. Yeah. Nate S, conspiracy theory time. Cody leaked the stuff to the Wall Street <laughs> Journal and has been undercover the whole time. Peck injury was even faked and he's facing Jay White. The timeline <laughs> adds up. Completely joking, of course. Keep on jamming. That would be hilarious. I love the idea of the mole in the company. Oh, that's so funny. And Sadie Deganhausen, good afternoon, beautiful boys. Love the dynamite last night. 10 out of 10 main event. Agreed. My boys are champions. Love the Mox and Tanner face off till Jericho interrupting put me through the seven stages of grief, as a wise man once said. Hate that. <laughs> Still excited, though. Heart emoji things. Well, thank you very much for all of your chat and for joining us here today. Hardly any Vince messages. Yeah, crazy. Which is quite nice to be frank yeah. because we've spoken so much already about them. So everyone wants to hear about the Connect Fournament, Ollie. Okay. Let me lay this out for you. Here we go. Brewery Down My Road, mm. Truman's Social Club, it's called. And they're putting on a Guinness world record breaking attempt yep. at the largest Connect Four tournament ever officially logged. Yeah. And I was like, hey, we've got a board game channel. That's what Adam is really interested in. Mm -hmm. Not your cosmic encounters no. and your. Unmatched. Unmatched and your. Betrayal of House on the Hill. Yeah, what those geek games. His yeah. real passion is Connect Four. Mm, it's clearly. Guess Who. Yeah. It's Monopoly. Mm -hmm. And thankfully, he's starting to get to play those games in yeah. the House Rules series now. So I said last week, oh, we should all enter this tournament yeah. and see what happens, make a video out of it. He was very into that. And we got there with no real plan. Mm -hmm. Always a good start. Big big sort of aircraft hangar of a hall yep. with with licensed music playing. Oh, yeah. Which we cannot record. Nope. And, you know, hopefully 250 people there mm. who would have to sign release forms. <laughs> <laughs> and Adam was like, it's still good. It's still good. It's still like, good. It's still and good. And Terry was like, you could see her panicking because yep. she'd have to film it. Yeah. And I was like, let's just take some photos. Yeah. <laughs> put it on social media. So what happened was we just had a nice night of playing Connect Four. There you go. Which is an incredible spectator sport. Yeah. Because like with chess, mm -hmm. you it's very difficult. To, did you watch any chess in lockdown? I've seen bits and pieces, yeah. Yeah, it's because it's, they're so, the people at that level are so good. Yeah. They're thinking so far ahead, it, I, I can't get into it. Yep. But we connect four. I know the colours. Mm. There's red and there's yellow. Yeah. And you need four of them in a row. So you can, yeah, you can invest in it. So yeah. the way it was organised, there were about 25 tables. Each table had a group. Uh, we were all on the same table, me, Sully, Adam and Terry. Mm -hmm. And apparently this woman called Florence who didn't show up. So <laughs> we all beat her. Yeah. And you'd have to all play each other. In, your, in a group phase, you get three points for a win, one point for a draw, no points for a loss. The two winners went through to the knockout stages. Mm. And then you had, at that point, um, sort of last 16, I guess, quarters, semis, final. Mm -hmm. Adam, before this grouped stage got going, was playing us. And he was just 
beating everyone. Yeah. And he, you know, you know his way that he has, mm-hmm. where he's like, "Oh no, no, you did really good." Yeah. Do you want yeah. to play again? Uh huh. Because he just wants to beat you again. Yeah. Classic Adam. It was smug Adam. Mm -hmm. And it was worse because he was trying to not be smug. (laughs) And as soon as the tournament started, Mm -hmm. he crumbled. Crumbled under the pressure, man. So I think he beat Sully, and then I beat Terry. Terry just completely missed something, and I won very quickly and Mm -hmm. easily. Then I played Adam, thinking like, oh, God, this is going to be... Because he beat me like three times before. <clears throat> he totally missed mm. one of the same things. So I beat him in like a minute. Yeah. So I was freaking Goldberging the oh, Connect yeah. Four tournament. Hell yeah. And the same thing happened with Sully. No way. I just defeated him in, in several moves. Unreal. Okay. Stormed through the group stages. Okay. So solid nine points at yeah. the group stage. Sun so winner, top yeah. seed. Yeah. Uh, Adam at this point had. Is a breakdown too strong a word? He kept on wanting to face people. I was like, yeah. you're not touching me. I've got momentum yep. right now. Mm-hmm. I can't lose. I just want to yep. keep the, the next Absolutely. match is my next match. Yep. And then he faced Terry. She beat him. He <gasps> faced Sully. He beat him. They honestly played six games until he won. And he was in a state. Yeah. Man, this is like board game club, but in real life. He properly crumbled. Yeah. And it was hilarious. Yeah, it sounds it. I wish I was there for that. So, knockout phases, last 16. It's me and Terry versus the winner and runner-up of another table. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, the person I was taking on, it was her birthday. <gasps> and she had a broken hand. No. And her, all her friends were around her cheering her. No, you didn't. I beat her. <laughs> <laughs> But it was actually, really, right. it was really close. It was so close to the point where I was looking at it and I was like, you've beat me. Because there are about eight free spaces left. And I was right. like, Ma- I think mathematically you've beaten me. And she looked at it and she was like, yeah, I think I have as well. And Adam and Sully looked at it and like, she's got you, man. You, you can't win it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, let's just play it out then. Yeah. And we yeah, started putting them in. And we'd all missed this connect yeah. four for me. So I won that. Uh I didn't I didn't know I was gonna win. I thought I'd lost. So it was a very big jump from defeat to victory for me. Yeah. And I jumped up and I screamed oh, at her no. Happy birthday. <laughs> no, you didn't! Oi! So, so her friends <laughs> followed me round the rest of the night. Yeah, booing you, I assume. Kind of, yeah, yeah. They were definitely not cheering for yeah. me. They were shouting happy birthday at me to try and throw me off. Kind yeah. of, I guess that's how you feel in the yeah. office. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. So oh don't worry, folks. Karma was quickly... Uh, wasn't far away. Mm. Then weirdly, because I think they screwed up the structure a bit, the winner had to face the other winner on your table. So me and Terry ended up facing each oh, other wow. again. Okay. I beat Terry. Mm-hmm. Put me through to the final 16. Mm. Oh, by the way, nowhere close to the world record. Uh, no. There were 100 people there. So they're about 100 people away <laughs> from, from doing that. 
But yeah, final 16 of 100. Yeah. I'll take those odds. Yeah. Especially because I was watching Adam crumble mm. because he wasn't winning. Yeah. And that affects him deeply. So I go to the main tables. And at this point, up until this point, everybody else is separate on their own tables. Yeah. Now everybody goes up to the front where there are four tables for the final knockout stages. Mm -hmm. And I sit down with a guy wearing a Pokemon shirt. Nice. And I was like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And we, and he was like, I've, I've really lucked it through a lot of the rounds. Mm -hmm. I was like, I said to him, I have squashed people. <laughs> it's not even been close. I will break you. He goes first. Yeah. I go on top. He goes middle, of course. Of course. I go on top of him. Yeah. He goes to the left. You've, you've already screwed it. Well, no, not yet. Okay. Because then all I have to do is put my mm -hmm. chip mm -hmm. to the right of his to stop yeah. him getting the dreaded sure. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't do that. He beat me in four moves. Amazing. And when I did the wrong move, I yeah. didn't even see it. And I yeah. just heard the whole, you know, 100 people go, Yeah. <gasps> yeah. <clears throat> and <clears throat> it, was it was actually devastating. Yeah. I I was so upset with myself. Mm -hmm. I stood up and a lady came up to me, separate from the women I was tormenting earlier. Oh no. Who said in front of everybody, you're not having sex tonight. <laughs> oh my god. And I said to her, not with you. <laughs> and I sort of stormed off. I didn't know what to say. I was I was very emotional at that point. Oh my god. She started it though, right, didn't she? That was a nasty thing to say. To that someone. was I mean, it's just a lot all around. It, it got really it's intense. Real intense. Really intense and rowdy for what was a Connect Four tournament. <laughs> I guess that's what happens when it's adults only in a brewery. Yeah, I guess so, but wow, that's not what I expected that to be like at all. Mm. Bit of good clean friendly fun. Connect four, you know? No, not by the end. Jesus. Um, Happy birthday. So uh, the person who beat me, mm -hmm. no real test of his skill, uh, he went on to the final Ooh, where wow. he lost. So Close. that's a little bit, but, you know, I if he beat me in a fair fight, mm -hmm. I, th I lost because of an unforced error. Because you screwed it. I screwed it. Yeah. yeah that's Very what. disappointed in myself. Yeah. yeah. That's I, a I, shame. I, I would have much preferred, obviously, to... To just valiant, I didn't. I didn't mind losing. It was mm -hmm. the way in which I lost. Uh huh. I'm sure. I didn't get to have sex with anyone. <laughs> I asked. So, can you just help me, like, prove this girl wrong that said I wasn't going <laughs> to have sex tonight? Shut up. Is <laughs> <laughs> <Literally> she like? <laughs> so I'm playing the Connect Four tournament. <laughs> 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 uh, what a night yeah it was fun you what were a missed night. thanks yeah why weren't you there i was in the office doing work ollie didn't start till i seven. had stuff to yeah, do you, you've been a busy pete yeah I, it's, I had a lot going on <clears throat> anyway on that note i guess we should probably wrap this episode up i feel like i had something to say about that story but i've forgotten at this point so maybe it'll come back to me on another podcast when you're not here <laughs> um thanks for listening everyone really do appreciate it we've got more content coming soon it's going to be uh tempest and denise 
on the Team Dentist show tomorrow. Me and Tempest on Saturday, which would be great. And then the week after, we're into Forbidden Door Week. Ooh. So we've got all the, the go-home shows for that, for Dynamite and Rampage. And then it'll be live reactions and that. It's going to be a great time. Uh, stay tuned for more content. See you later. Love you. Stay safe. Goodbye. Jam that jam, etc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.